Hey guys, this is Sharon Lee Zapata on, uh, what the hell day is it today? I, today's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, August 6th, and I think I'm at my 40th or 41st podcast since December, and I'm so proud because um, I'm just so proud. I've worked my ass off trying to juggle all these things that I want to do, and so if you know me, I'm, I'm kind of out there. Um Welcome. Welcome to Middle Finger Happiness. Work hard, live well, don't fuck with me. Yep, that's the title of the podcast. Same title of my book. And you can get it on Amazon. You can also get another book that I don't really push out there. And the name of it is called It's a New Day, Don't Be a Shithead. <laughs> that is like a grown-up um, Dr. Seuss book. It really is a, a book for grown-ups, and it was dedicated to my dad. My, my pop is awesome. He is an amazing man. Um, it's just super, super guy. I love him to pieces. Um, so those books are available out there on Amazon, and I have another one called The Little Book of Startup Inspiration, 20 Lessons Learned the Hard Way, Damn It, from the Most Outrageous Year of My Entrepreneurial Life. Yeah, there's a fucking long title. You know what you're getting with that. That book was written after Hurricane Harvey plowed through Houston. Uh, you know, Houston was devastated August 25th, 2017, which we're coming up on the, you know, the two year anniversary at the end of this month. So, um, yeah, I had a lot of stuff going on when I wrote that book. So basically I threw out, I shouldn't say threw out. I bled on the keyboard. (laughs) I wrote three books in one year. Um, and I want to do two more, actually have two more that are 50% done. And I'll put it out there because he's probably listening. The person that designs my books tells me I'm writing too many books. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, because I know a lot of authors and writers who don't stop writing their books. Marketing them, yeah, that's a challenge. I'm not the, you know, the smartest person to market them. But I do write uh, every day. And so this, this stuff, this... Uh, Uh, stuff that's in my head it's got to get dumped somewhere and you know people aren't going to read blogs all the time again some do some don't but I thought I'd put it out there so enough babbling about that I wanted to talk about something that just hit me today I was looking at my social media and um, I really was thinking about it you know probably a hundred years from now anybody listening to this podcast anybody following me anybody on social media we're all going to be dead that's just the way it is. I'm such a realist. Um, so what are we doing? What are we doing while we're here? You know, I, I have friends that are, you know, business owners and they've told me, Hey, I want to write a book. I don't have time. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't have time. And you know what? There's time for everything. If we just compartmentalize it, uh, and put it in little, in little I don't know, baskets, if you will. Like if you came in my office, it's organized chaos. I I have a messy office, but it really isn't. Once you start looking at it, you'll see that there's piles of certain things and there's stacks of books and there's, you know, markers and highlighters, but it's because I know what I'm juggling. I'm juggling, you know, four or five projects that I'm working on and I want to get them done before the end of the year, which is in four months. Can you believe it? Shit, motherfucker. The 2020 is around the corner and it's coming. And, um, you know, I just have these things that I want to complete. 
And then, like I said, it just dawned on me, you know, in a hundred years, maybe even 50 years from now, nobody's going to be listening to this podcast. It might even be, you know, forgotten or whatever. Um, All the shit that I've written on social media, it'll go away. You know, I'm not going to be young and full of energy and all these ideas. I will someday be some little old lady smoking her weed under a tree, drinking a cold beer and just chilling the fuck out and saying, you know what? Um, Here I am. Come come hang out with me, children, while I tell you of the internet. <laughs> while I tell you about dial-up. Do y'all remember dial-up? Some of y'all don't remember dial-up. And you got mail. God, I mean, I remember having a, a, a computer. It was a giant square box, heavy as shit, and it had a little... You turned it on, and it sounded like an ex- exorcism was going on <laughs> to, to turn it on, you know? And then you had this little C prompt, and... DOS and I mean it's just crazy so we've come a long way to now we are like walking around with little fucking computers in our back pocket now we're you know making podcasts we're designing we're you know I've got my apps where I can on the fly just design digital software and load it up I can write a magazine article and send it to someone it's just amazing how fast things are going um and and one of the things that keeps me on my toes I have one last kid at home he's 11 super, super smart. And if you listen to my podcast, you know, I've mentioned him. His name is Zach. And he is what we call the digital natives. That's the generation, you know, forget the millennials, fuck you guys. And for, you know, fuck Gen Gen Z and baby boomers, um, which I'm the last boomer. And then the next year was the Gen Z, which is my husband. And then I do have a millennial. And then I have the digital native who's living here. And the cool thing about that, of having all these generations around me, Zachary has taught me a lot. This kid has had an iPhone in his hand since he was probably a year old, maybe two years old. He's 11. For God's sake, there's nothing he can't figure out. I came home one day and I walk in the living room and he was only like four years old. And I see my email account on my freaking smart TV and my email's on there. And he looks at me and he's like, you're sharing Zapata at Gmail, right, mom? And I'm like, how the fuck did you get that? I mean, the password, how did, how did he figure it out? I don't know. And, you know, so that just blew me away. Um, but the topic I wanted to talk about was, you know, how to, you, how do you be a transmitter of goodness and a transmitter of value and a transmitter of not anything, you're not expecting anything in return. That's almost like the best way to be um, lately, I've, I've discovered that, especially since I have a studio, uh, I have an art studio. It's a, it's actually a cement floors and four blank white walls in, a, in the studios and the silos in the art district here in Houston. And you do with it what you want. You know, if you want to, there's architect firms in there, there's creative entrepreneurs in there, there's all kinds of creatives in there. And my studio, when you walk in, it is a, a writing area, a cocktail bar fully stocked. Uh, coffee bar munchies and it's got a little area for the podcast and then it's got a cool sitting down living room area and then it's got all my artwork which I can finally say with confidence that it's pretty awesome artwork and it's just a cool little place to go and be creative and I love to have people in there and I love to not have expectations of anybody walking in and they're going to buy my art or they're going to buy anything. I just want them to have the best experience in that studio because guess what? They come back. 
they come back and they return and they're like, you know, this is just the coolest place to hang out. And eventually, you know what, all on their own, they fall in love with a piece of artwork or they'll buy some books or they'll get a t-shirt or, you know, we've even created um, business collaborations by just sitting down and, you know, sometimes it's the third cocktail, you know, it's that first, it's that third margarita. And we sit down and we're like, Hey, let's do something together. Um, so how can we be transmitters, transmitters of, of, of goodwill and kindness, but yet with boundaries. And I say this with, um, gosh, how do I say it? You know, I just have to say it cause I can't beat around the bush. There's a lot of freaking crazy people out there that will take advantage of your generosity, that will take advantage of your kind heart. And, and I'm not talking like, you know, um, take advantage in a, in a, you know, Hey, you know, can I talk to you for a cup of coffee? Not talking about that. I'm talking about people who will take advantage and try to harm you in, um, in the, in the audience, in the, um, in the world, they'll write or say things that aren't true about you. They will, um, try to damage people in your family by saying the wrong things. And so with that said, we have to have our boundaries and our limitations like motherfuckers. Like I guard my energy. I guard my, um, my, my projects, my every, not everybody's included. Now everybody gets invited into my world. I've worked very hard to build this, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Uh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not Nirvana, but just like your place of goodness. Um, Because there's so much shit going on in the world. I want to make sure that whoever comes around me gets touched with light and goodness and I catch, you know, I help them catch their own ass on fire. I help them motivate themselves. So how do we become transmitters knowing that in 50 to 100 years we're going to be dead? Well, you take a look at a whole month, 30 days. And I have these dry marker calendars in my office. And every month when the month is over, you know, you clean it off and you write the next month. Well, I have three of them. So right now I'm already looking at August, September, and October. I can tell you what's going to be going down for the next three months. And in one month, there's 736 hours, I believe, more or less. Google it. I don't, I, you know, it's out there. It's like, what the fuck are you doing with your 736 hours? Are you watching TV? Okay, yeah, I get it. Sometimes I watch the Netflix here and there. But, you know, I, I get bored so easy with television. That's why I don't watch it. I'd rather um, be listening to maybe a podcast that's going to inform me or inspire me. Or more importantly, I'd rather be a transmitter of the good stuff that's within me and the lessons learned and the fuck-ups and then triumphs that I can share with other people. And I think that's just my simple purpose. That's my simple purpose here. It took me forever to fucking figure that out. Like everybody wants to know, what am I supposed to do? You know, what's my purpose? Well, your purpose is just to be on purpose. It's for you to be yourself, be your authentic self. Um... Figure out who you are as soon as you can. Uh, the world is going to tell you who you are. Culture is going to tell you who you are. Shit, your parents are going to tell you who, they, who you are because that's what their parents did. Um, I'm more of a relaxed parent when it comes to stuff. I've learned that. I've learned not to give my kid a hard time. You know, if you made a 75 on a test, did you do your best? Great, you fucking passed. Good, let's move on. Because at the end of the day, you, nobody's asking me for my grades. 
They want to know if I can do a job. And sometimes your grades are not a reflection of how good you can do on a job. So finding yourself is actually just returning to yourself. It's unlearning and it's it's the excavation of, uh, you know, excavation like Indiana Jones, like that archaeologist, the anthropologist, you're digging up stuff. Well, you're going to do that for yourself and you're going to remember who you are or who you were before the world told you who you were. So I tell you this with a brave heart. Don't look at other people and worry what they're going to think or say. They really aren't going to think or say much, maybe for a few minutes, and then they're going to go on. They're not going to think about your ass all night unless they're a fucked up psychopathic narcissist, which we've been around one. Uh, not a good feeling because those are creepy, evil people. Um, the best thing you can do is to surrender to yourself in the present moment and write down right now, get out a piece of paper and just say on the paper or write on the paper, who am I? What am I great at? I don't want to know what you suck at because we all suck at something. I want to know what your good things are. What are you really badass at? Are you a badass cook? I mean, are you an organizer? Can you go into someone's house and organize their shit? Um, can you multitask three projects? And I say it in a, in a really multitask, like you know what the fuck you're doing on three things at once. Some people have that skill. Um, are you patient? Are you a good listener? Are you a good writer, a great writer, a good communicator? Can you remember information that was told to you and you can recall it? See, these are all skills and things that help you to find yourself, find who you are. And, you know, it's funny when I meet people, I always ask them, hey, you know, what do you, how's it going? You know, what do you do? And right away they want to tell me, oh, I'm a lawyer or I'm a doctor or I'm an engineer. No, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you do. What do you do, dude? Do you, what, what do you do for fun? I've asked that question to people when I go networking. What do you do for fun? And I tell you, man, they some of them will give me a blank look. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, it'd be funny if somebody said, hey, man, I like to smoke weed and sit under a tree and write. Really? Wow. Tell me some of the stories that you write. You know, tell me some of the creativity that comes to you when you do that. Um, I I like to volunteer. Oh, really? Where at and why and who? Because that, those are the questions. I say that. Those are the questions that help people connect the dots. We're not our titles. You know, you're not an engineer. You're not a design uh, graphic artist. You are, you know, George or Bob or Carol or James or Rosie or whatever your name is. And what do you do behind that name? That's who you are. And so I I think we're just so conditioned to that. So when you transmit, you know, you're transmitting yourself to someone else, like a radio, make sure you're, you know, you're in that life-giving process uh, for the universe and uh, you help somebody else with what's within you. Does that make sense? I know this is, again, I'm always doing these things off the cuff um, because I, I just have only certain pockets of time and like I said I mentioned earlier compartmentalize your your day like I know I only had so much time for a podcast I only had so much time to contact uh, my son's school counselor I'm trying to communicate with her got that done took 15 minutes to make sure he gets into the right classes um, so just wanted to shake things up a bit in your brain and in your earbuds and I want you to you know really sit down and look at the things you want to accomplish 
in the next 30 days. And when I say 30 days, it could be from August the 6th to September the 6th. And why do I give you the number 30, 30 days? Well, you know, it's just a nice round number and you can go week by week, day by day and write down the things that you want to do or or do the things you want to do. You know, list your childhood passions. What was the things that you liked doing? That is probably what you should have done as a grown-up. So to give you a great, crazy, fucking crazy example, in kindergarten, I knew I wanted to be an artist. And I knew I wanted to be an author. And I wanted to be an archaeologist. So two out of three ain't bad. It took me years, years to figure out that shit. Because we're told, oh, that's not a real job. But it is a real job. Your creativity is needed in this world. Never smash it down. You know, if you're in a suck-ass job, I got it. I've been there. Uh, We have to pay bills. We're responsible. But do your best to either get out of the suck-ass job and work on the skills that come naturally to you. And I write about this in my little book of startup inspiration, The 20 Lessons Learned the Hard Way, damn it. Um, And actually, I write about it too in Middle Finger Happiness. You know, what are you badass at? That's what you should be doing. And so I'll leave you with that. You know, go into your past childhood passions and find out and think back to all the things that you were passionate about, actually all up until the age of five or age of seven. And I'll tell you why. By the age of seven, seven, your frontal prefrontal cortex, there you go, the front of your brain already has a mapping of how and how you're going to think, believe it or not. That's why early childhood development is so important. So if you go back to that mapping, that's where you, that's where you are. So I don't care if you're 35, 45, 27, 40, 48, 52, 62, it's never too late. All you got is time. You only have so much time before your number's punched. You know, we all have an expiration date, just like the gallon of milk in the fridge. So what are you going to do? Do something, make it happen. And I'm going to leave you with that. So now it's 440 on August the 6th, 2019. And I leave you with that. Peace out. Go out and make something happen for yourself and give a little piece of love to someone that deserves it. Take care. So I forgot to mention that I have an old blog post and I say old, it's been around since 2015. Here we are in 2019 and I actually started in August of 2015. It's called the bitchy business briefs.com. And I like the stories there. I actually go back and visit and it inspires me because usually when I write, it's me uh, with my therapy, writing it out. You know, hugging it out with a pen and uh, writing about fuck-ups and good things, bad things, triumphs, uh, do-overs, redos, lessons learned, and just human landscape that we live in. So if you want to go read some short, really cool stories that are going to inspire you and light a fire under your own ass, because I can't do that. you got to do it yourself. um, Go visit thebitchybusinessbriefs.com. Take care.